Welcome in, and thank you for joining me for a special edition of the 60 Feet 6 Inches LSU Pod. In this episode, we will be previewing the upcoming SEC tournament game for the LSU baseball team as they face the Kentucky Wildcats, who defeated Auburn to advance to the double elimination portion of the tournament. This will be a very abbreviated version of the 60 Feet 6 Inches LSU Pod versus the usual SEC Series Preview or Review podcast. So, as a quick reminder, this will be in podcast form only. And as always, this episode will be available on Apple, Google, Spotify, and other major audio platforms. In this episode, I will highlight some of Kentucky's key stats, some hitters to be on the lookout for, my guess as to who will pitch for Kentucky. And since this is a quick hitter SEC tourney pod, there will be no get right, stay right list, no gold plated money stats. I know y'all are excited about that. But I will give you my keys to victory and my prediction for the game. So let's get into it. Kentucky versus LSU. Thursday afternoon, we all hope. Hopefully the rain holds off long enough. And they predict the game will start roughly around 1 o'clock. Everybody will keep their fingers crossed, I'm sure. LSU comes in at 37-18 and 18 on the season, while Kentucky is currently 31-24. and 24. At the time of recording of this podcast, LSU's RPI is at 24. Right now, holding steady. So... Kentucky, one thing to be aware of, LSU fans, they should not be overlooked right now. So they've been on a bit of a streak despite their 12-18 and 18 SEC record. They have taken three out of the last four games from Auburn, including two out of three in the last SEC series of the year while LSU was busy sweeping the Vandy boys. And they also beat Auburn today in the SEC tournament 3-1. to one. Kentucky has 10 wins against the RPI Top 25 which is tied for third in the nation, but LSU does have nine. So sitting right there behind those guys. Kentucky also has three series wins versus teams in the top 25, Auburn, TCU, and the vaunted Tennessee Volunteers as Kentucky took two or three from those guys earlier this year. So some quick stats comparison. When you look at hitting, LSU is second in the SEC in hitting as their team BA is 293 while Kentucky is 11th with a 276 batting average. But when you look at SEC conference games only, Kentucky is absolutely dead last in hitting at a 241 clip as a team. LSU is second in the conference which went with 106 home runs on the year, while Kentucky has 53, which is also last in the SEC. Kentucky is second in the SEC with 100 level doubles, excuse me, 111 doubles, which is behind Tennessee, who leads the conference in doubles, while LSU is third, so right behind those Wildcats with 109. Kentucky is tied for second in the SEC with 71 stolen bases. So Vanderbilt leads the conference, and Tennessee and Kentucky are tied for second. So once again, another team that will put pressure on LSU defensively. So we'll have to see how the Tigers handle that. And a very interesting statistic I found that uh, Kentucky does not like to walk. They like to get up there and swing the bat. They like to get up there and hack. In SEC games, the Wildcats had the least amount of walks in conference games. They only had 89 walks in conference games. So um, those guys are ready to grip it and rip it when they step in the box. In terms of pitching, LSU comes in with a team ERA of 3.39, which is good for fourth in the SEC, while Kentucky was 10th in the SEC in terms of overall team ERA. But when you separate out and you look strictly at games in the SEC conference, 
LSU still does a good job. They are still holding at fourth in team ERA, but Kentucky is right behind them. So kind of an interesting contrast. Well, while Kentucky has held their own in-conference play and their pitching staff has done a good job out of conference, it's, uh, it's kind of ballooned a little bit there. The Kentucky Wildcats pitching staff also does a good job with regards to strikeouts per nine innings. Their ratio is very good. It is almost 10, and that is good for third in SEC games. So just a couple of brief uh, notes on some of these Kentucky hitters to look out for. Um, the biggest guy you got to worry about and the guy who leads their team in almost every category is Chase Estep. He is their best hitter by far. He has a 313 batting average. He leads the team with 13 home runs. And he is 16 for 19 on the year in stolen bases. Next, you have Daniel Harris, who has a 305 batting average. He does have 42 strikeouts on the year, but he is also a stolen base threat. And he comes into this game going 13 for 14 in the stolen base category. Ryan Ritter, who is their shortstop, and he was voted the shortstop for the all-defensive SEC team, released this week. He has a 278 batting average. 64 strikeouts, so you can see a little bit of a trend here. But he is 13 for 13 for stolen bases. Once again, another trend. So these guys like to run. They do it successfully. And uh, something to be watch, watching out for for the LSU pitching staff and for, I would assume, McManus is going to be behind the dish tomorrow. One other guy, John Thrasher, is 14 for 16 in the stolen base category as well. And their other big hitter, who is second on the team in home runs with 12, his name is Jacob Plastiak. So him, he has 12 home runs, and then Estep has 13 home runs, but Plastiak leads the team in strikeouts with 78, and that is a massive amount of punchouts for the year for that young man. In terms of individual Kentucky pitchers, I have absolutely zero idea who these guys are going to throw. I went and looked back probably about the last five SEC series, and I could really find no consistency in terms of who they start. The guy who threw against Auburn today, Haney, he leads them in a lot of statistical categories. Um, but it really looks like they use almost like an opener system, like you see some Major League Baseball teams do, to where they'll the starter will go two, three, maybe four innings, and then you have somebody else come in behind him, and he'll go another two or three innings. But Because uh, you see several guys on that staff with anywhere from five to eight, nine starts. And um, just not a lot of consistency. So maybe they were going with the hot hand. And they seem like they use, you know, two to three, maybe even four pitchers per game in the last several SEC series. So total crapshoot, but I'm just going to take a wild guess here and uh, throw my hat in the ring. I'm going to say that Kentucky starts left-handed pitcher Mason Hazelwood. So if I am right, there you go. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. On the year, he has seven starts. He has a 4.35 ERA. 31 innings pitched, 24 hits, 32 Ks, 14 walks, and a 212 batting average against. So a nice job of holding opposing hitters down. Um, the one guy that really stands out for these this Kentucky team is the bullpen. And they have one main guy there, and he is just an absolute stud. He was voted the um, all-SEC relief pitcher, and he was a first-team selection he is a right-handed pitcher. His name, his name is Tyler Gilfoyle, and he has absolutely amazing stats this year. So another really good guy at the back end of the bullpen. He has a 1.52 ERA in 20 appearances. He has five saves. 
He has thrown 47 and one-thirds innings pitched in 20 appearances, so definitely will go multiple innings. 76 Ks and only 17 walks. Very impressive. So 76 punch-outs and 47 and a third innings pitched. That's some really good stuff. And he has a 151 batting average against. So I would imagine with Kentucky, really needed to go on a serious run to sniff the NCAA tournament at this point. I would imagine their coaching staff, if they are up in the sixth or seventh inning, I I don't see why they wouldn't roll in Tyler Guilfoyle to hopefully shut this thing down and continue to advance Kentucky in this tournament. So for me, the three keys for LSU. One, it's going to be the defense. So you're facing a team that's similar to Vanderbilt, although they don't hit nearly as well as Vanderbilt. They do present some problems on the base pass where several players in this lineup can steal bases, as was evident as I was going over the hitters. Kentucky has also hit a ton of doubles on the year. So we mentioned earlier that the Kentucky team was um, second in the SEC in doubles with 111. And if you remember now, they're, you know, they're playing this at the Hoover Met, and that ballpark is really big, so the gaps are very big. The outfielders have to cover a lot of ground. Foul territory is very big, so if any ball gets down the line, fair. Um, that's a guaranteed double, possibly a triple. So that's just something to watch out for in terms of um, the defense. The second key for LSU's uh, path to victory here versus the Wildcats, I think LSU needs to keep swinging the bats the way they have been. And I really hope they have a lead going into the 6th or 7th. That way, uh, Guilfoyle is not that big of an issue, and Kentucky can't use him to their advantage. They still may roll him in there just to keep the game close. But like I said, I think you're going to see the Kentucky coaching staff roll him in there as soon as possible. And look, one thing for LSU fans to remember, Kentucky is in absolute desperation mode. I think they're going to do anything to try to win this game. They'll steal. They'll hit and run. They'll squeeze, etc. And LSU just needs to be on their toes and be prepared for that. They don't hit great as a team, as you can tell by their batting average, but they can put pressure on you on the basis that we discussed. And um, they have one or two guys that can run it out the yard. I believe they were tied one-to-one with Auburn today, and they had two solo shots back-to-back. So obviously guys are capable of hitting out of um, Hoover Met, but it's not something you see on a consistent basis from this team. And the last key for LSU to me, I'm guessing Hilliard is going to start tomorrow. He has uh, a full week of rest, so he would be starting on his normal day. Um, and the fact that I just don't, I don't think if you're LSU's coaching staff, you can really afford to drop this game right now. Just because the, you're, on the, you're on the bubble for hosting a regional, in my opinion, I think you need one, possibly two wins to secure that regional host site, and you just can't afford to drop a game to a team that was 12 and 18 in the SEC. Uh, not a terrible RPI, but just a game that just I think would look bad to the committee if you did drop it as you're trying to make your case to host a regional. So for me, Hilliard, just continue to um, stay consistent, build off that that uh, win and that nice outing he had at Vanderbilt last weekend. And I just think you're going to go with your ace. And if you face Tennessee in the next game, maybe you just go with Floyd. Or you could even save Floyd for a possible elimination game if you happen to lose that game against Tennessee. I have no idea how they're going to play it. Coach Johnson mentioned the other day that he will not announce any postseason pitching matchups till an hour and a half before the game. So your guess is as good as mine, but I just think you got to go with Hilliard right here, go with your ace and um, let him get the, get everybody going and set the tone for the SEC tournament. So wrapping this thing up, 
my prediction, I think LSU will win this game. I'm, I have a feeling six or seven to three. That's what I'm feeling right now based off the stats and just based off the weekend that LSU had up in Nashville. And I think LSU faces Tennessee on Friday, and I can't wait to see that matchup. And hopefully it does come true and the weather doesn't play any more havoc for this SEC tournament. So that'll do it for this quick hitter SEC tournament podcast on the 60 feet, six inch LSU pod YouTube channel. Um, Please make sure as always to subscribe to the YouTube channel, hit that notifications bell, like and comment on previous or upcoming videos. As a reminder, this will be podcast form only. So continue to check all the major audio platforms such as Apple, Google, and Spotify for this and upcoming pods. Thank you all for your continued support. It is very much appreciated. Y'all take care. Be safe out there. I will check in with y'all throughout the SEC tournament and go Tigers.